Hi, this is Melissa from Ad Infinitum, and you're listening to Interview on the Fire. everyone i'm gonna welcome you all back to a new episode in the 11th season of interview under fire i want to give a shout out to all our listeners around the world uh thank you again we would not be here today without your support it truly means everything now uh as always this is sunny here back once again and today i have the honor of speaking with an immensely talented front woman and melissa bonnie uh thank you so much for taking the time out of your day for joining our iuf series you know melissa this has been a busy yet exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Ad Infinitum with the release of your latest album, Chapter Two, uh, Legacy, which was recently dropped here on October 29th through Napalm Records. And I want to start things off by, you know, commending you on all the well-deserved recognition. I mean, this has been getting so far. Shout out to the other publications like Sonic, Sonic, uh, Sonic Seducer, uh, excuse me, and Metal Hammer, to name a few who have praised your work. There's just, you know, so much to discover about yeah. this beautiful record and who you are all about. But before we get to all that, let's take a deep breath, right? I mean, everything's kind of been moving at a fast pace in the last 10 minutes. We talked about <laughs> it before the interview started. You know, I feel like, you know, we're nearing normalcy in most parts of the world these days. Uh, you know, two things, you know, how are you? And how's life over in Denmark in 2021? <laughs> Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. And um, well, also thank you for your nice words. It really means a lot. Life is actually pretty good right now, even though, you know, not really back to normal yet, but in Denmark, it's, it, feels, it feels pretty normal right now um, with almost, like I, right now we have zero restrictions. I think we'll get a few more now because of, you know, flu season coming, but it's pretty, it's pretty okay right now. How is it for you? It's, uh, I, I think it's obviously here in the States, I'm sure you've seen the news. Everything's kind of just turned on its head. We don't know what's, things are starting to open up here a lot, actually. Uh, tours are opening back up. We just covered the metal tour of the year, obviously, with Megadeth and Lamb of God. I'm sure you've seen that on the social mm-hmm. media, that, which was great. I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, going back to a show again, looking, looking around, like, all these people, I'm like, wow, this is, it's pretty crazy. Of course, there's that nervousness, you know, once we enter, obviously, yeah. you said flu season and everything else in between. Hopefully, we can keep the momentum going in 2022. But it's also important to know that even though here in the States, things are, are starting to open up, right? So we got to remember mm-hmm. that there are different parts of the world where there's still lockdowns happening. So yeah. I, think, I think we're slowly but surely going to come out of this. But I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> and obviously, you know, uh, uh, you know, with this new record here, Melissa, I want to, I, I want to wind the clock back to a couple of years to maybe 2018, maybe even before that, because for fans and listeners who may not know, it, you know, if you could just briefly talk about that moment in your life that led to the inception of Ad Infinitum with you, Adrian, oh. uh, Cor- Corbin, Corbinian and Nicholas into what it is today, because you've been on quite the journey, you know, uh, how did you four come together in the end? <laughs> Well, it's so funny because, uh, you know, yesterday I took really a time to realize that everything that happened with this band happened during the past two and a half years. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, this moment where you're like, wow, this feels like much more. Um, basically, this was supposed to be a solo project. And I just released one song in 2018 to... Um, do a crowdfunding campaign because I couldn't finance the whole thing on my own. And 
yeah, end of 2018, the, the project was financed and beginning of 2019, Nick joined and he brought Adrian. And then first we had another bass player, Jonas, who had to leave us and now Corbinian is uh, is replacing him and 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 yeah i mean we released the first album in 2020 in the middle in the middle of the pandemic and first we were so devastated with the oh this is it we cannot promote our album it's gonna just you know go to go to yeah not be good <laughs> yeah and, there's, there's and, no like schedule to release an album during the pandemic right but you, you guys yeah. did it yeah, but we thought that that it would just you know be released and then nothing happens and then no one talks about it anymore. But we turned it around by releasing more videos, more online content, and by releasing also an, an acoustic album and a, a show on YouTube. And then we we just kept going with the second record. And and actually, this benefit benefited the band in the in an awkward but very good way. Actually, yeah. And uh, I've seen the result, you know, it, it's it's weird thinking like the last, what, three years, technically 2018, like most of that was during the pandemic, you know, that's, you you get yeah. to, you get to say, you get to live the moment, you get to tell about, tell about that's this story in the future. It's like, hey, we're a band that released this content during the pandemic and look at us doing what we're yeah. doing. I think it's definitely yeah. something to take pride in, you know, making the best of the situation that, you know, that's another way to put it. Now, mm. even though Ad, Ad Infinitum got its start in 2018, uh, Melissa, you've been at this for a while, whether it's with Ad Infinitum or, or Malefistum or the Dark Side of the Moon, uh, Rage of Light. I mean, you've been at this for a while. And, I, and I'm talking about, I want to mention the touring life. We kind of talked about how touring has kind of opened up lately, you know? Yeah. I know you've done some extensive touring throughout your career. I think you guys also just played at the Rock Castle uh, not yeah, too long did. ago. I mean, what is it, you know, about performing live that you love the most or maybe even miss the most, you know, before hitting the stage again? Do you have a newfound appreciation about it now considering what's been happening in the last two years right yeah totally i mean when we finally got to play uh at rock castle after you know almost almost two albums like we were about to release the first single of the second album uh you appreciate things like this much more because it's been taken away from you and just the you, you know the, the fact that you you are uh, playing your own music on stage and you have the direct response from the crowd because it's very different when you put a song out there on YouTube and you read comments versus playing it on stage for the first time and seeing the response of the audience and you know seeing them jumping around etc it's it's just so beautiful and what I like the most about touring I think you know it's like it's a little bit like um, projects me back to these cool years when you go on a trip with your friends and you sleep all at the same place and and you know it's it's this um summer camp feeling that I have when I go on tour somehow and also of course performing every night and meeting people yeah and uh, uh you haven't been to Texas yet we talked about it before and restarted so hopefully a North mm -hmm. American tour here is in the near future now I've watched those yeah. clips over at Rock Castle and I think one of the cool things about you guys is what makes ad infinitum ad infinitum is the live presence that you guys put on stage. I mean, you knocked it out of the park. I mean, everything I heard from this new album, even monarchy was like, you know, it is exactly what I heard on stage that you, you know, from the yeah. studio aspect to the live presence, you guys have are such a tight band live. And I really appreciated that. So 
So here's, so here's the, here's the live performing, you know, here in the near future. Now uh, let's get to the second album. Cause we talked about everything except legacy. Um, chapter two, <laughs> it dropped on October 29th on Napalm records. Um, I want to repeat the words here. Second album, Melissa, before we get into the core of chapter two, because this is the follow-up to 2020's debut, like you mentioned, uh, Monarchy, chapter one, which I feel like that album really put you guys on the map for not only symphonic uh, metal, but heavy metal as a whole, because I feel as if Ad Infinitum is giving this genre we love so dearly a breath of fresh air. I mean, I mean, it was a success, you know, as far as the reception is concerned. We talked about it. You know, here we are with the new new year, new album, new chapter in your life, really. Was there any such thing as pressure for you, Melissa, when you decided to sit down and write again for a new album? Considering this is the what? The sophomore slump, right? We hear that so much throughout the throughout the musician's career. It's like, has that ever creeped into your head? Or was it just like, you know what? I got my debut album out there. Screw it. I can do whatever I want now. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we had so much more pressure because, you know, when you release the first album, people have no expectations. When you release the second mm. album and the first one has been successful for, you know, the size of the band we are. Um, yeah, you don't, you, you just tell yourself every time you're working on it, we have to do as good or better. And this was a challenge, especially because we, we work differently as well. We, you know, the first album, like I said, I started it as a, as a solo project. So I started writing the demos on my own. And then I worked with a producer who was helping me with the, the instruments I couldn't play. And then the, the guys joined me and they, they also contributed to this first album, but in another way than the, the second album. Second album, we really started writing the songs from the beginning until the end all together without a producer. So we didn't have this, um, person with experience to tell us go to that direction or that one or you're drifting away be careful so there was more pressure and also we 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 worked with Elias Omlid for the 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 orchestrations and that was also something new and we were like okay now we have to make it work with new elements and in the end we we I think we worked much harder and that the result is uh, something that we're even more proud of. And I want to piggyback off of that because this is also self-produced. Um, yeah. I also want to, uh, aside from Elias, I want to mention a shout out to Jacob Hansen as well. Because Of course. Yeah, of he, course. He, he took a part in the uh, recording your vocals. And uh, uh, he's also known for his work with Volbeat, Epica, and Amaranth. And we had the privilege to speak with Simone and Elise from both of those bands. And they're amazing people. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, you're talking about, uh, I mentioned the self-produced. What was the deciding factor on, you know, self-producing a record? And, you know, I, I mean, you talk about pressure, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we thought, first of all, I think it kind of happened naturally because we started working all together. And, you know, the reason why I started working with a producer in the first place was because I wanted it to be a solo project at the very, very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I don't have, the skills of a guitar player or a drummer or an orchestrator or whatever. So I needed someone to guide me this time with us, but we have all these talents in the band. Um, everyone is very, tr- very much trained and skilled in, ev- in his own instrument. Yeah. So why not trying at least and see if we are able to put it off on our own, because it was also, you know, to prove ourselves, ourselves that we had the skills to do it. 
Yeah, and uh, it, the sound was very sharp. It was on point. It was not overproduced. Like it, it, that was a big part of this record that I really liked. And I'm an audiophile these days, Melissa. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound, the way I want it to sound. Uh-huh. I didn't have to mess with any EQ levels. Now I'm gonna, oh. I'm just gonna put this out there because because I want you to hear it. Because from songs like Reinvented to in, uh, Inferno, Afterlife, My Justice, Your Pain, that's my favorite actually, all the way to Lullaby. Oh. Uh, with this album, this is quite the follow-up, and you guys as a unit have expanded on your musicality, and by that, I mean fusing your trademark symphonic and orchestral sounds, but by the way, I'm a violinist, so I, I really oh, related cool. to that, uh, with the heavy riffs, there were catchy hooks, it was it was mesmerizing melodies within your compositions, retaining that heaviness uh, in there too, and your vocals, uh, good God, I mean, when I mentioned that breath of fresh air, that's you, you really went above and beyond, again, with your Thank vocals you. from switching between the harsh and the, you know, and the cleans, it reminded me of bands with, you know, but like within Temptation, Beyond the Black, even some Opeth in there. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but oh, you have hey. this identity and and you're growing with it. Now, I, I, this is a lot. That, that's technically my short review, but you know, between writing and structuring the songs and the production process. Keep this all in mind as I'm asking this, because the lyricism throughout Chapter Two Legacy, uh, people who don't know, because the origins of that center around inspirations of a historical figure of Vlad the Impaler, who's yeah. also known as Dra- Dracula. You know, the Halloween was yeah. just uh, last week, and and they the, this historical figure inspired the themes and the questions of this album, and uh, and and I, I mentioned the handful of singles that you released prior to the album drop, but. Uh, Melissa, to what level do you like to have a theme or concept for your music and how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? Because there are artists out there who don't really care about themes, right? They just do like 10 songs in the studio and that's it. (laughs) But I felt like at Infinitum, you really wanted to get that message across. Yeah, I, um, I think that for me, it, it's both like, it's 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 a work that is interesting because you know when I when we pick the character who's going to inspire the lyrics, I learn a lot. Like I go through documentaries and readings and sometimes movies or you know everything that can help me understand the life of the character and the people around that person. Um, so it's very interesting for this reason. And also, um, I I feel like there's much more to say about an, a character like this than about my own experience in life. And of course I use it when I write lyrics, like for example, a song like Unstoppable or uh, Breathe. Um, this, of course, there's a portion of it that is my own experience and my own feelings. You know, when you write a song, there's a part of, like if you, if you want to um, heal something inside, writing it in, and creating a song is a very good way. But there's a lot of songs where I feel like I wanted to... Um, to transmit my own understanding of the life of someone else because that life has been much more meaningful than my life so far in like on the entire world i mean yeah. so i think it's it's also a way to to make it different from one album to another to change the theme so it's not it doesn't feel like oh she's talking again about this i don't know love story or, <laughs> or whatever you know yeah, but but I, but that's what that's another aspect. Again, I'm talking about like all the things that I really loved about this 
uh, album. And I feel like symphonic metal can get a little repetitive over, the, over these days, you know, especially today. But you guys really just like every song stood out from one <laughs> one of uh, from like every song complimented each other. That's the one way I, I would put it, because it was over in a blink for me. And I had to go back and listen to it again and again and again. And it was just like, wow. Uh, so much great music has been released this year and yours is one of them now um melissa we're we're at the end of our interview here so we'll do we got some time i mentioned that surprise right uh i know you're looking forward to it so what i'll do um, it'll be fun it throws all my guests off but but they love it i'm gonna do something fun here i'm gonna do something called the lightning round all right what i'll do i'm gonna go down the list I'm going to ask you a question. You just have to think quick on your feet. You have to pick one or the other. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. No sweat. I think you got this. All right. Some of them are just really fun questions. Some of them are just downright crazy, but I think, (laughs) I think, I think, I think you'll like it. All right. I love it. Here we go. Now I mentioned you're you're originally from Switzerland. What's the capital of Switzerland? Bern. Okay. That was, I, I never know if it's Bern. Zurich or Geneva, because uh, there's like there's no specific capital. So I don't know if that was a trick question or not. All right. So you're good. All right. Red or blue? Blue. Vegan or meat? Meat. Coffee or tea? Tea. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Harry Potter or Star Wars? Harry Potter. Who's your favorite character? Hermione. <laughs> Mexican food or American food? Uh, Mexican. Okay. A scale of one to 10, how good of a driver are you on the road? 11. That's awesome. If there's a spider <laughs> in your house, do you kill it or set it free? I burn the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I set it free. Uh, that was a good if answer. I can. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, country or pop? Pop. All right, uh, Halloween or Christmas? Uh, Halloween. Okay, I feel like Halloween kind of makes Christmas exciting because it's what comes before Christmas, but that's my opinion. All right, <laughs> Los Angeles or New York? It's hard because I've only been to New York, but I'm excited to discover Los Angeles. So I would say Los Angeles. Okay, yeah, I was in LA just last month. All right, chapter one or ah, chapter two? Chapter two. <laughs> Is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? A fruit. If Voldemort offered to give you a hug, would you accept? See, these questions are getting ridiculous. Of course. <laughs> Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Every language in the world. I've had some people who say, uh, uh, well, I can talk to my cats. So I guess every language in the world. So, um, but I don't know. <laughs> talk to animals would be also cool. All right. Uh, okay. There's a, this one's interesting. This one is always interesting. There's a time machine in front of you. It says the destination is Woodstock 99. Do you take the trip? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I'm docu- curious. Have you seen that documentary on HBO? Um, no. Yeah. It, you know, Woodstock 99, like all these, it was a crazy weekend in New York, but you know, there's so much happened. There's like fires and riots and all that. And I was like, uh, guess what asked me? Well, if I had a VIP pass, can I go still? <laughs> or, you know, because. <laughs> Because it's like, would you like go see a, because it's, it was a very, it was a staple moment in music history. Um, all right. If you weren't a musician, what would you be doing right now? Uh, acting or detective. Oh, awesome. I actually went to film school for three years. So that's, 
that I can relate to that. Uh, Melissa, this has been an honor. Thank you so much for, for all this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know like you did pretty well. That's probably one of the best, like quickest lightning rounds I've ever had. Cause you oh. actually did. Cause I've had so many people be like, uh, they asked me a question back. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any last words, any shout outs, anything else you would like to plug in or mention uh, as far as Ad Infinitum and the new album before we finish things off? Well, just oh, I want to thank you for this uh, this time. It was very nice to chat with you. And um, well, I hope that we will make it very soon to to North America and to Dallas. Of yeah, course. hopefully we can <laughs> do this in person, right? And then we'll talk yeah. about when we did the interview when during the pandemic and so on and so forth. And when you get here, uh, the first thing I think you and and the guys should try is Texas barbecue. I mean. Oh. It's it's one of the most popular. It's a popular dish here here in the here in the states, especially for Texas. When they talk okay. about barbecue, it's like yeah, Texas barbecue. I don't know if you you're familiar with barbecue as much in Denmark and Switzerland. I don't know what's like. What's the popular yeah, but... popular dish there? What's like the popular uh, food over there? I guess. Well, in in Switzerland, there's a fondue obviously with cheese, <laughs> you know, and uh, okay. Denmark. Denmark pretty much. Like this, I don't know if there's the national um, dish, but um, I would say anything juicy with tons of sauce. <laughs> okay, so I think that that'll fit right in. But uh, I'll go ahead and let you go to your next interview. Everyone who's listening, this is the amazing Melissa Bonney from Ad Infinitum. Chapter Two Legacy is out now on Napalm Records. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Don't forget to check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Melissa, uh, this again, this has been great. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to speak with me. We'll stay connected on the socials and I'll see you next time, okay? See you next time. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.